Before you get into this episode, I want to invite you to join me on May 1st for a free live workshop. It's called Feedback Fixer Upper, How to Reshape Poor Performance with Your Words. You can sign up at awesomeleader.com slash monthly dash workshop or go to awesomeleader.com and look for workshops. Again, this is May 1st. It's 9 in the morning Pacific, 12 Eastern. It's free. Join me and I will now let you get to this episode of The Leadership Shot. Each workday in September 2023, I shared a short video lesson in LinkedIn and on Instagram. And I've been summarizing those lessons in podcasts. So here's a chance and a choice for you to learn to be a great leader by listening. I want you to move willingly towards and into leadership on the outside and on the inside. So that's why it's back to leadership school. This is the final episode in a series of three sharing quick insights on how to get you back into your leadership. So instead of going back to school as you did many years ago in September, and maybe your kids did in September, I want to take you back to thinking more consciously about being an awesome leader. I'm Lila Bullingtown. I'm an executive coach and the creator of Awesome Leader. I've coached founders, VPs, and C-suite executives worldwide for over 25 years. I make it easier for leaders to make decisions, guide their teams, have difficult conversations, and have fun in their roles. Yes, it's possible. I love what I do, and I love my clients. My number one passion is making it easier to lead and manage teams, no matter what your title is. And in my online coaching and training programs, I create leadership ease through 15-minute lessons and weekly group coaching. In this podcast, you can experience some of that micro-learning. This podcast is a weekly shot of tangible leadership advice. All episodes are under 15 minutes. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Lila Bullingtown, and this is the final episode in a series of three with short exercises to get you going with your leadership development. It's back to leadership school. If you haven't listened to the two previous episodes, they're both under 15 minutes. I encourage you to check them out. Okay. Very easy for you to get back into thinking about being a leader quick exercises for you to learn to improve your leadership skills. Before I dive into these final lessons for you, I want to remind you of the most important lesson at all I have for you. All leaders have a choice. No one is forcing you to do your job. You may feel like you are being forced to do it because you want the paycheck. I hope that's not how you are feeling. I want to focus on the idea that I don't think anybody is forcing leadership on you. This is a choice you make, and I want to make it easier for you. So I hope you're listening now because you've chosen to be a better leader. And with that, here are some more lessons for you. All right. So you got two previous episodes. You got lessons one through 10. Here are some other ones. Lesson 11, scheduling two meetings. This lesson is both easy and scary at the same time. The previous lesson asked you to categorize your stakeholders and also spend time thinking about a difficult stakeholder. Now I want you to open up your calendar and schedule two meetings, one with an easy stakeholder and one with a difficult one. This feels easy, but it also is scary because it creates a sense of urgency. It creates a little bit of heat, you know, under your rear, so to speak, to move on the work you've been doing so far in these lessons. So schedule the meetings. If you're curious about what you can say in that meeting invitation, obviously, you got to give some context here. Here's a suggestion on how you can frame it. I'm working on my leadership development and learning more about my stakeholders and my relationships with them. And with that, I'd like to schedule time with you to learn more about how I can ensure I'm doing the best job possible in my work with you and your team. I'm hoping to have uh, an open and frank conversation with you. No preparation is needed on your end. You frame that based on your words, your style, of course. 
Now, this may feel like a risky step. Once you schedule the meeting, you kind of got to go, right? It's scheduled. If you cancel it, it's because you're canceling it, not them, right? And you're not going to cancel it. This sense, that's some heat. That's a little sense of ugh. I think that's good now. It's moving you to action with a little help from me. All right, next lesson, lesson number 12, preparing you for your stakeholder conversations. So after you've scheduled two stakeholder meetings, you need to prepare. Here are three questions I want you to ask in those meetings. And again, you're going to phrase it in your own way. Number one, what's the most important project on your plate right now? Purpose of this is to learn more about what they say so that you can see the role you play in helping them with that project and in learning about their team. Maybe you're not going to be able to help them with that project, but it gives you a chance to better understand them and how they contribute to the organization. So that was number one, what's the most important project on your plate right now? Number two, what can I do more of to help you with that? What can my team do? Number three, what can I do less of? What am I doing or what is my team doing that makes it harder for you to reach your goal, complete that project? You can do variations of that. I want you to keep those questions, though, open-ended, not closed-ended. So there's not a, do you like working with me? How can I help you? Okay, the first one, do you, is closed-ended. Second one, how, what, when, why, those are open-ended. They open conversations. In this conversation, you're listening, you're being curious, you're asking questions, and you're going to hear maybe feedback about what your team is doing or you that this person doesn't like or doesn't understand or doesn't appreciate. So while that information might surprise, confuse, or anger you, now you know it. Now you have more information to understand the stakeholder, less guessing. So I want you to accept what you hear, avoid being defensive if you can, try Seek to understand. Seek to understand, not to get points to defend. And I'm really, honestly, just scratching the surface of what you can do to prepare for these stakeholder conversations. Remember, this is these are quick lessons to get you going in your leadership. I don't want to rush you into this, but the purpose of these lessons, again, is to create mo- momentum, movement, get you going. So think about these three questions to prepare for your conversations. Here they are again. What's the most important project on your plate right now? What can I do more of to help you with that? What can my team do? What can I do less of? What am I doing? Or what is my team doing that makes it harder for you to reach your goals and complete that project? Lesson number 13, what does your calendar tell you? This is a quick exercise to help you develop leadership self-awareness. You need your calendar and you need red, green, and yellow highlighters. Or you can use your calendar app and just color code. Open up your calendar. Now, when you look at your meetings and tasks for this week, how do you feel, right? Some emotions are coming up, and I want you to think about green, red, and yellow reactions. Here is what I mean. When you look at your calendar, the tasks and meetings that excite you, make you feel happy, and energize you, those are green. Those tasks may be complex, and the meetings may be challenging, yet you want to get the work done. You want to join the discussion because you know your expertise helps that person helps the project and your team can help. Again, those are energizing their green. Red tasks or meetings drain energy. These are the ones you hesitate to tackle. They might uh, might represent people you don't enjoy working with, maybe a problematic stakeholder. Identify those meetings and tasks. It's not terrible to have some red tasks. I want you to identify them. Now, when you don't have strong emotional reactions, it might be a yellow task or a yellow meeting. So again, I'm using the stoplight, so red, green, yellow. And so maybe those tasks, those yellow, the yellow-coded, color-coded tasks are required or mandatory. You're okay with them. You're neither excited nor dreading it. The key is to be aware of how you feel before starting a meeting and task because your emotional reaction can color how you show up. 
Okay, I don't think your face is going to be red, yellow, or green. It's going to bring emotions into play that you may not be aware of until it's later. And that goes back to EQ. So take some time to do this exercise. You're going to gain lots of insight. Get out your calendar, color code, red, yellow, green. Lesson number 14, what are you afraid of? Hey, leadership is scary. Being a leader is scary. All leaders have fears, and it's okay to have those fears. What's not okay is ignoring them. They distract you, and I think they make you feel less effective, even if you're not, perhaps. And they can really help you feel less happy, less engaged. So what are you afraid of as a leader? I just want you to write them down. Get them out of your head so you can see them and organize them. Don't let them rumble around in your head. Get them out on a piece of paper. I would prefer that, but if you're doing it in a soft document, whatever, your phone, whatever, just get it out. So, and if you're thinking, wait a second, doesn't fear go away with experience, title, or scope? Nope, fear does not discriminate. But you can decide to name and recognize the fears. So that's what I want you to do there. Lesson number 15, what's your self-talk? All right, what do you tell yourself each day? What is your self-talk? Most of the leaders I coach tell me their self-talk is negative. Oh, why did I do that? Oh my gosh, that was so stupid. Whew, I can't believe I said that, right? Most of the time, A lot of times, self-talk is negative. It's critical. It beats you up each day. I want you to recognize what your self-talk is so that you can see it, hear it, consider what it does to you, and start to change the script. You're not always going to be able to turn everything away from negative to positive. I want you to at least be aware of what you're telling yourself. Self-talk is a really powerful tool. Then, lesson number 16 I want you to start one thing and stop another. If you've gone through all of these lessons, whether in the podcasts or online with me, what's just one thing? You probably know it. You didn't really even have to go through these lessons to learn it. What's one behavior you need to start and one thing you need to stop? Okay, what's one thing you've admired in other leaders? Something that would help you. Maybe that's what you're going to start doing. What's something you know isn't effective? Can you stop it? These can be easy things, okay? But something like this, being more strategic, no, that is too big. That's too big of something to start doing. I'm going to start being more strategic. No, too big. Uh, how about this, Lila? Making decisions faster. No, too, still too big. Okay. Developing executive presence. How about that? No. <laughs> I'm going to be a little firm here. I want you to focus on smaller changes. They're going to be more likely to repeat. Here are some ideas. Starting to ask a tough stakeholder for feedback, even though you didn't want it. Uh, refraining from nodding my head to nudge somebody who's a slow talker. Now, these things may sound small. These have big changes for you and the other person. Another one, stop booking meetings for the end of the day because it's my worst time. Oh, my gosh. If after 4 o'clock is your worst time of the day, push back. Control your calendar. Preparing for one-on-ones with my team members versus just going into the meetings, actually preparing for those meetings. Reading one chapter a week of a leadership book. I'll do it Thursday afternoons. Last idea, being on camera during meetings no matter what. Making sure people can see my face, especially my eyes. Make changes easier for you. Easier to start and stop. Easier to repeat. Okay? Small steps, awesome leaders. Small steps. You can, if you want to watch these videos, you can go to awesomeleader.com slash back to back dash to dash school. I always get that wrong. Awesomeleader.com back to dash to school. I think you'll be able to figure it out. It's also on the homepage there. Also, as I close this episode, I want to bring up, it's fall for 
good part of the world, not all of the world, why don't we bring up pumpkin spice? And if you're like, what the heck? I thought this was about leadership. Bear with me. I'm going to bring back a connection to leadership. I'll say it again, pumpkin spice. What's your reaction to pumpkin spice? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Or do you have little reaction at all? Are you kind of like, eh, you can take it or leave it? That's how I want you to think about your role as a leader. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Or do you have very little emotional reaction at all? Well, there's no season for leadership. There is no pumpkin spice season for leadership. Leadership is year round. And if you don't love it, then maybe it's not for you. I started off the Back to Leadership School training series asking you the very first lesson to remember that leadership is a choice. And I want you to choose it. It sucks at times. It's hard. It can be very hard and frustrating. It's terrible at times. Yet if you hate it, like you hate pumpkin spice, or if you have no reaction at all, you're like, eh, it's something I could get to take or leave, then it's something you need to get out of, my friend, because people will see and feel your dislike or your apathy. You might not love being a leader all the time, but you need to feel energized and devoted to it most of the time because it's not just a pumpkin spice thing where if you love it, you get a lot of it for a few months. It's year round. All right, I hope this was useful. I will talk to you next week. Bye for now. Before you go, please hit subscribe or click to follow this podcast. This tells me that the content I'm sharing is helping you, your team, and your company. You'll also learn when the next episode drops. And if you'd like weekly emails from me with more tips on how to move your leadership towards awesome, visit awesomeleader.com slash podcast. You'll receive notifications of free webinars and free resources. Also, if you'd like to learn how to bring the first and only online leadership program with lessons under 15 minutes to your team, visit awesomeleader.com. You'll learn all about my online coaching and training program, and you can check out a lesson for free. Thanks for listening to The Leadership Shot. 